0: Well, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the VOV Network, where great things are always happening. It is Saturday, and we're here live streaming, and I'm here with my uh, co-host, Bridget. How are you doing this morning?
1: I am fantastic. How are you?
0: Feeling Feeling better. Feeling better. I had a tough week. I'm I was sick ready. earlier in the week, but uh, I'm here, and we're ready to get started. Uh, welcome back, and we are continuing our series on the five T's, which is transformation through transparency, truth, and trust. And in today's session, we're specifically going to be focusing in on the transparency piece. So this is part three of our series here, and we're going to move forward. Uh, Bridget, why don't you go just tell us a little bit about why we thought this part of it was an important piece to, to bring into the whole conversation.
1: Well, we've started us. Before we started our series, we talked about our mental health bandwidth. And so I believe that this goes right along with how we manage our mental health, um, being transparent, being your authentic self. And so this just rolls right into um out of our mental health bandwidth into how we can transform into a healthier mental ba- uh, health bandwidth if you don't if you agree if you understand what i'm saying and so transparency is very key and we'll get into that later but being your authentic self right is like the most important piece when you're doing a self-awareness checklist and that, I think that is very important
0: I absolutely agree with that. So how about we start with this? I'm going to bring in just a little bit of information. And this kind of talks a little bit about um, why it's important uh, from, uh, from a transparency standpoint. Bridget, you want to talk about this real quick?
1: Absolutely. Um, what is transparency in people? So we want to talk about the definition of transparency and how that how that looks in, in people, in the people that we communicate with, engage with in the workplace, in our in our friendship circle and beyond. Um, so what is transparency in people? Transparency is easy to understand. It's very clear. It's without concealment. It's open, frank, candid. It's easy to detect or recognize. It's obvious. Um, and basically there's no hidden motives or uh, um, that we are that we display when we're being transparent, right? And others know that by our consistency in being transparent. So for me, it's basically what you see is what you get.
0: Hmm. hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's the that's the that's the challenge is we feel sometimes like we have to be so guarded. And I understand with the culture that we live in in some different areas and society and how some things are looked at or judged. You know, you feel like you can't bear your soul, per se.
1: Right.
0: Uh, but that's also you are then carrying around this armor that you're wearing, which has weight to it and some yeah. other things which kind of prevents you from being who you truly are and and maybe represent things in the way you really would prefer to represent certain things in your life. And that's really what we're talking about from a transparency standpoint is let's look at some ways to start to peel off that armor to get more comfortable and truly just our own skin, whatever that may look like and, and and start to wear that uh, day to day.
1: Right. And I like the way you cut you uh, um, armor and how heavy that is. That Mm -hmm. is heavy being that, um, put it on that facade I'm um, not being your true self that does weigh heavy so that is like an armor that we keep up or or shell shell a shield that we keep up that is very he- heavy and so becoming your transparent self or your authentic self is very freeing and and I'm not going to jump ahead of us of us when we get into that <laughs>
0: that's uh, that's all good so yeah hopefully stick around to check it out we're going to get into giving you seven keys to living a transparent life and what the true benefits of of that and what the reward is of also doing that. Stick around. Let's get into it. Welcome back. If this is your first time joining us, my name is Brian. I'm the founder of the VOV Network, and I'm joined today by two lovely ladies. My regular co host here is Bridget. Bridget, how about you uh, introduce yourself and say hi to everybody again?
1: Hello, everyone. Again, I am Bridget Kenny. I am the director and founder of Building Bridges Mentor and Outreach Program, um, as well as Beautiful Girls um, Mentor Program.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Bridget. We have a special guest joining us today, and Zarel has A very dynamic story to share and tell us talking about transparency and also which will be our session coming up uh on in july talking about living in your truth basically and what that's all about as well uh so how about you introduce yourself give us the people a little bit of background on you and why you felt it was really important that you come here today and join and and share in this session
2: well, hello. Can you hear me? Let me let me start there. Can you hear me? <laughs> we, can, yeah, we, can't hear we can hear you, you
0: now. Yes,
2: yes. So, okay, Zarell Gibson. I am a lupus advocate. I am a em- empowerment coach because I'm a lupus advocate. Um, I also am the CEO of a nonprofit called the Gibson Lupus Arc. You know, I felt that it was really important for me to come here and talk about transparency because. Um, it's important to be transparent in your life for yourself and also for the ones around you. You know, we have that lingering question over us. Why am I here on earth? We have the answer. We just never explored it. Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. That's very true. And we're going to dig into a little bit of that uh, in some ways about, you know, what is it that that could be learned or gleaned from my life's experiences? What are some of those things that maybe I should really be, Opening myself up more and sharing with the world because it does bring value. It does show and offer more genuine uh, access to me and also just puts a different light on things. I think sometimes when we uh, are, are more transparent, more open and just letting the world reflect off of who we truly are as we move forward.
1: Correct. I definitely agree. I definitely right. agree. I, and I and I value transparency because I am a mentor of teen girls and young ladies. And so be, me being very open about my experiences um, with my teens, <laughs> with my young ladies, they it makes them comfortable um, mm-hmm. with being themselves. And I don't mm-hmm. share everything. I don't reveal everything up, up, about my experiences, but I am transparent with them. And so they they are comfortable with me sharing with me as well
0: hmm Agreed. And that, that's a very important piece of it. Uh, but it takes some work to get there. Uh, and I think a lot of it comes from uh, s- systemic things that we deal with sometimes growing up, uh, the way we were raised, sometimes socioeconomically plays into it, and just how we feel like maybe we have to be guarded or be reserved. Uh, and not, not stand in our own truths, and our own selves. So that's what we're going to dive into today, is kind of exposing and talking about those things at a, at a deeper level uh, and sharing some of the benefits of it, and especially from uh, Zarell's standpoint, uh, some of the things she's been able to do that have, have really been freeing for her uh, in her journey. I think that's going to be uh, a key component to all of this. So I'm going to bring the presentation back in, and we'll share that. Uh, move on to the next slide. So what we want to get into now is we're going to be talking about being transparent and why it's important. We've kind of you know hit on that in some ways, but to be a little bit more specific, one of the things I definitely wanted to hammer home with this has to do with it inviting trust and credibility. Um, we've all heard the term uh, used in probably usually not the best way, and that is being two-faced, right? You're showing one way, but you're then maybe acting or doing or being something in a different way. And why is it that we get into those types of things? Because the people then don't know who you really are, what to really expect from you from a behavior standpoint and those types of things. So that can kind of erode the trust or the credibility that they have with you because you're kind of unpredictable. They're not sure what they're going to get. Right. So that's one thing that I, I think is very important. We talk about transparency and how that can definitely raise and build a true, strong foundation for your trust and credibility with others. Right. Um, people also, uh, they don't have to question who you are. It, it's not like, hmm, I want to, you know, it's, that's that. What, what are they up to? What's, what's their motive? What's their objective? What are they trying to accomplish? So instead of people really taking the time to genuinely get to know who you are, they're in their own head mm-hmm. running through this series of questions, impossible scenarios, trying to figure out what your angle is and all these other things, which then becomes a roadblock for the growth in the relationship itself. Anyone want to add anything on that before I move to the next bullet point?
1: Well, I believe in this 100 percent, because in my field as an educator and as a mentor, uh, my credibility is pivotal, you know, in being an educator, encourager, a motivator. Um, My teens and my students, they they want to feel um, comfortable in knowing that I am not going to be one way today, another way the next day. They don't know how to relate to me. Based on, you know, what they know of me, they have to see how my mood is the next day or, or what am I going to say today that's going to be different from tomorrow. And so I think I believe in that 100 um, percent the credit, your, your credibility is pivotal in people trusting you and being um, coming across in your being transparent makes them feel like, OK, they're consistent. I can mm-hmm. trust them and they're open with you as well
0: could not agree more. And Bridget, you used, a, I think, a very key word in all of it. And that's consistent, consistency. Um, because, you know, the, the two-faced or the other term is flaky. Man, a person is really flaky. They do this, but then they say they're going to do this, but then they don't do that. So consistency, I think, also really, really plays into um, this whole thing from a transparency, who you're seen as standpoint. Uh, let me jump into bullet point two, and then Zarell will have you jump in here and share some thoughts and comments. Okay. <laughs> uh, number two says they can tell that you are genuine, authentic, and you mean everything that you say. And we just talked about this. so that's the consistency, that's the the genuineness that you have and that you show. Uh, and this is this not only lends towards trustworthiness, but it also um, is something that connects you to people in sincere ways. And we just talked about that instead of there being this wall of Eh, I'm not really sure what's going on with this person, what their agenda is, what they're trying to, you know, achieve here. So they kind of put up this wall that's between you. But by having this and being more transparent, and that's why it is so important that um, you we think you open up, and be more transparent. Uh, Zarel, what do you think? What do you want to share on top of that?
2: Okay, so let me break all this back. You told me I could be me, right? So be you.
0: That's, <laughs> that's, that's the whole point yeah, of it. authentic.
2: Okay yes go. so being transparent why is it important that main question we always look outside of ourselves when you want to be transparent we're not even transparent with ourselves mm-hmm. have you ever thought about that yeah so i you have to be you have to own who you are as an individual to be transparent to anybody else you know she was saying you know she talks to the girls and she don't tell them everything now i don't have any kids but i've always had kids around me since i was young it's always happened. And I told him, I said, you come to me. I will never lie to you. I may not give you all details because I'm a grown woman and you a child. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but I will never lie to you. I will answer whatever question you have because I prefer you learning from me than someone else. Absolutely. Right. Especially if your your, mom, your mother, your father, whoever is just being hush-hush because they want to keep you a baby and this, that, and the other. So you have to be honest with yourself on how you learn yourself and understand being transparent with yourself, there are some things that you're not gonna like, as well as things that you are going to like. So that's why being transparent is important first and foremost with yourself than it is with other people. Because if you don't help you, you're not gonna be able to be transparent with anybody else. That's that's it. You know, mm-hmm. so um I I had read somewhere in the comments that transparency, transparency is a spiritual thing. That goes certain, that goes back to being honest with yourself. When Jesus came and talked to us and told us to do certain things, he said to do it for you so that you can help others. He came, Mm -hmm. he came to the disciples first Mm -hmm. and helped them understand their walk so that they could even move forward to teach anybody else. He didn't send them out automatically. He said, no, I need you to learn some stuff about you. And guess what? There were some things they didn't like period. You know, I mean, there was homie denied Jesus three times. He didn't appreciate that about himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he had to open up it to where his mental process was. So that's why it's in transparency is important, but we have to start at the beginning, even to be able to go through it, to get to the next step, to be transparent, transparent with somebody else. And that's how I want to answer that question of how important it is. It's important to you. Because if you don't fix you, you know, what 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 are you gonna do for anybody else? Right. You go through things in life so that you can understand them and realize where, where you're going and how you're doing things in order to relate to anybody. Because if they feel you can't relate to them, then they're gonna be like, how do you know what I'm going through when you have no clue? Cause you ain't never been here.
1: Right. right, you know you have to do that. You have to be, uh, meet them where they are, and that is the self awareness piece that we've all, we always talk about in every one of these sessions because it rolls back to that. You have mm-hmm. to have to take that self awareness checklist first for yourself before you can start to offer out any kind of encouragement or help to anybody else. And also, like you said, you have to um, know yourself. You have to help yourself first before you can offer help to anybody else. And that is exactly true. And we have to be transparent with ourselves so that we can see that ugly part. And like you said, it won't be it won't be cute all the time. And even your transparency won't be cute to others all the mm-hmm. time. They're not going to like it. Um, so you, but you still have to do that just so that you can free yourself and free others as well. We're not going to always like what we say about ourselves. That are that is true. The truth that we say about ourselves is going to be painful. The truth that we say to others about themselves and being transparent is going to be painful as well. But Mm -hmm. we have to do that in order to encourage and move forward and to transform. And and I totally agree with what you're saying,
2: because, you know, even if it's not cute to somebody else, have you guys seen the world today? They not
1: looking for you, they're looking for real. And one person don't <laughs> get it, one person gonna get it, and if one person get it, then that person can help that other person, and so on, and so forth. It's, it's a, domino a domino effect, effect. yes, it's a domino effect.
2: We are there's no one person meant here to save the entire world because don't not, he said be like Jesus, he didn't say you was Jesus, yeah. He said be yeah. like Jesus. Exactly. So, exactly. There's no one person who can save the entire world, but you are supposed to play your part, your part in yeah. this body. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Could not well, agree that, more.
2: That means to
0: me. <laughs> yep, I could not agree more with that. And you know, it it just as you were saying, Zarel, the whole it starts with you, right? You have to check yourself first, basically. You know, get yourself on the right footing, and that's the whole point of our five T series. It's we and Bridget. You know, she, she knows. I harp on this all the time, and that is, it all starts from within. You know, uh-huh. this transformation that you need to go on, this getting your, getting back to your authentic self, being transparent, living in your truths, all of those things start with you first. Because until you can figure out what those things are for you, uh-huh. as you said, there's no way you can build that bridge to someone else if you don't have it all sorted out, at, at least at uh, some high level for right. yourself, because y- y- you're actually just spinning your wheels. Because and as you just mentioned a minute ago, where did, where does that connection get lost? Because you're they're looking at you going, how can I relate to you? You haven't walked this walk, but you want to come out and talk that talk, you know, as, as they say sometimes. So I think that's a key component to all of it.
1: You're right, And I never, never choose a topic to engage with my young ladies or girls that I have not experienced myself. That would mm-hmm. be ridiculous to do, right? Mm-hmm. We're both looking from looking at a book. They can look at the same book I'm looking at and read that right. same uh, paragraph that I read. So I always come. I come to them from a um, life experience standpoint, and they and I can meet them where they are when I do that. Even with single parents or whatever the, the situation may be, I never talk from what I read. I mean, mm-hmm. I get some of those pieces and those those talking points from what I read, but I always <laughs> come to them from a life experience uh, standpoint.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Let's uh, bring the presentation back in and we'll continue on with uh, the next piece of this. We're going to transition now to talking a little bit more about um, what the benefits are of being transparent.
1: Yeah, this is a good part. part. This is a really good part. So what are the benefits of being transparent? Number one, being authentic and transparent takes a lot of courage. Um, and I'm going to speak after I finish all the points. Number two, you are aren't afraid to apologize, but not for who you are. Um, yes. Three, you are someone willing to share their inner life with others, willing to share their inner inner life with others. Um, and then the last one, a transparent person will feel confident and free. And all of these benefits are on point, right? It does take a lot of courage to let people in, um, to be yourself or who you know yourself to be, um, instead of not who people think you are, or who who and then in the who who you assume people assume that you were based on what they see on your posts, what they see when you're out in public, but who you really are. It takes a lot of courage to say, okay. I, I got this light bulb moment. And so I'm just gonna tell you, this is who I am. This is who I'm gonna be moving forward. So that takes a lot of courage. And like we said before, it takes a lot of self-awareness as well. Um, and you, are, you aren't you afraid to apologize. Now, me being transparent and me coming to Brian and talking to him about something in a, in a transparent moment, it may hurt him or something may be hurtful. I am not afraid to apologize. Because I'm coming from a truthful place, a authentic mm-hmm. place. But I'm not gonna apologize for who I am in coming from that place. So you're not afraid to apologize, but you're not gonna apologize for who you are. Um, and you um you have the willingness to be an open book, so to speak, to others. And that allows people, as I said before, to be comfortable with who you are and they be comfortable for who they are. And it's so mm-hmm. okay being confident and free for me it's being confident and free for me Um, and so just briefly I'll use myself as as an example Um, some people say that I'm just this bright light every day on Instagram Facebook whatever social media platform and some may say I do the absolute most right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I'm free and I'm confident in anything that I post anything that I say because I'm doing me you know and I've been doing me long enough to know that it will reach one person, like we've said, it will reach one person. And that person in turn will reach another person. And like we said, it's a domino effect. And with their transparency and their authenticity. So it's freeing and it's contagious. And I always say, you know, get you some authenticity, it'll change your life.
0: Mm.
1: It will change your life. So can I ask? Um,
2: what do you think? What do you think brought up? The fact that we want to hide our transparency, because as we speak about this, the thing that comes to mind is, you know, it's your testimony. Your life is your testimony. Mm -hmm. And we're afraid to share that information about being authentic and being your like something's wrong with your life. As if there was no meaning for that moment in your life that you can't be transparent with it, even though it looks ugly, Mm -hmm. you know, so I mean, I'm just. Well, when do you think that was? That's a cultural thing. Do you think that's, you know, a United States thing? Because I know some other countries that's a little freeing, but then again, you know, they have their issues too. You know, we're not saying they're perfect. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in your opinion, what do you think brought this about that we're even scared to be transparent?
1: Well, I think what Brian said before is systemic on how we in our environment also trying to be political correct and and um, not sure about how people are going to respond. And then just the um our, the responses that we've had coming growing up or coming into this phase where we are and on our journey, just the responses mm-hmm. and the feedback from p- other people, negative responses and feedback from other people as we come through this journey to make us kind of withdraw and say. Mm, Maybe I won't tell this because I don't know if it's going to help somebody, but it may like tell, show people who, you know, what I really had to go through, not knowing that it's going to help somebody
0: mm-hmm.
1: because the mm-hmm. pain we, we endure coming to this place. We thinking, okay, there's going to be even more pain talking about it, and mm-hmm. which is healthy. It's very healthy, but we don't know that until we do it. And then we don't know that until we know ourselves. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yes, I think you said it perfectly because we're not taught that your pain is good. We're taught that
2: we are supposed to be perfect and look a certain way to be a certain way,
1: That's which
2: stops us from being transparent, because being transparent means I'm not perfect. Right. I, I'm not living up to the standard of what I was raised to live like, you know, which is why I think a lot of people end up in a lot of mental issues because they're holding in who they truly are. Right. And when you actually do you free yourself, you know, people use the phrase, I don't care. You actually do care. You do care and the concept of saying I don't care, but uh because it's helping you free yourself, you actually do care. It's just you're allowing yourself to be who you are as an individual. Right. And who you are is important to this world. We weren't taught taught to be important individuals. We right. were taught to be part of um a zombie clan. If I can say that, I don't know. I don't know why I said zombie, but okay, we'll rub with that. Kind <laughs> of really robotic, kind of robotic. Yeah, it's real robotic, and everybody looking alike and being the same. And you gotta come out, you gotta come out and look like this, and be like this, and speak like this. And you know, that's why I was like, oh, you sound so elegant. What does sounding elegant mean? You know, you you are speaking. I go deeper than that, but okay, <laughs> <We'll say laughs> exactly <sounding> right. right. <laughs> uh, I mean, this transparency thing. You know, I. Um, I always take it biblical. I'm sorry, it's just me and part of oh, my life, know. but here it is. Yeah. So, being transparent is telling your testimony of who you are and what you've been through, and that it's okay if even the person you help is you. Yeah, Basically. being transparent, yep. you
0: Basically.
2: know, and we yeah. weren't taught that, you yeah. know, we're taught because, like I said earlier, we're so focused on everybody else in the world and who we can do this for. What's wrong with thinking about you? It's not selfish. I really used to think that that was selfish. It mm-hmm. was like, I would look at myself and be like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm not doing this and this. And now you do get a fulfillment when you help other people It release some kind of endorphins when you help other people and you right. feel good and this, that, and the other. But don't forget yourself in the don't process. Don't forget yourself, yeah. You... And being transparent is not always for the people around you. Sometimes it's just for you. And just so happens you happen to help the people along the way. Right. You know, and as you walk as you walk through it, it's it's amazing because I remember you saying you you basically tell people about what you've been through. I have the I've had the um interesting path of saying helping people as I'm going through So I was like, well, I haven't made it there yet, but you know, this is what's going on right now. And this is how, um, you know, God is pushing me to move forward and so on and so forth. So, you know, it's not just what you've been through, but it could be what you're going through right now. And in that process admitting when you're wrong, well, I I got it wrong. Okay. I, I mean, I'm learning like you learned it. I only shared what I could share because this is my life and how the direction I'm going in. And, you know, this is what works for me. It might work for you. Try it.
1: Right, right right and I right. and is- Brian, right, I promise you, we're going to let you in. But let, me just, <laughs> okay, say right. Right. <laughs> let me just say this. And I just had a conversation with a circle of my friends a couple of days ago about who, how I am and why I am. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to be sunshine. <laughs> it takes a lot of work to be transparent. You know, yeah. it takes a lot of inward inward work. And so if you do that work, why not show that awkwardly? You have to. I mean, mm-hmm. I think God had purposed that for, for you to work on the inside and show the impossibilities on the outside right the possibilities on the on the outside people need to see that and so I'm never gonna I'm never gonna go back to a place where I could not talk about how I was a single parent or how I was went through this or how I went through that I'm never I mean even if I don't even show the scars because I think I look younger um, (laughs) even if I don't show the scars right of what I went through and I don't look like it I'm I'm gonna always tell those stories because someone is listening. Someone is listening. And then you, like you said, are you're listening. And so you're encouraging yourself to keep moving forward. And we have to do that. Is we have to encourage ourselves. So yes, I agree wholeheartedly. Okay, remember that
2: song though? That remember sometimes you got to
1: encourage yourself. You have, yourself. You have to. Okay, Brian. You to. Go ahead. All right, all right.
0: No, I do wanna jump in though, real quick, especially um. Going back to what her initial question of what is the the root cause for or it stops us from from doing this. So I look at two things and we're going to talk about those things in more detail as we move forward today. But I really think it's two things. The first, and I think largest one of the two is vulnerability, right? Mm-hmm. Opening yourself up, right? So people don't want to do that. And, I, and we get that because there's a risk of all kinds of things when you become more vulnerable. The second thing is, and it's a double-edged sword, I hate using the term complacency because that's really not what I mean, but I will go with comfort zone, right? People get yes. into our comfort zones and we don't want to be nudged out, pushed out, moved out, whatever, mm-hmm. however you want to look at that, of whatever that zone looks like. But mm-hmm. when you start talking about transitioning your life from a transparency standpoint, A, vulnerability is top of the list because that has to happen. And then uh-huh. B, It's going to be discomfort associated with it because you are going to learn some stuff about you that maybe you knew but didn't want to deal with. Maybe some things you didn't know. Other people, you're going to learn some things about them. I mean, it's just going to be a long list of newness for you that you have to work your way through. Uh, And we'll talk about this as we move through it because uh, one of the points we're going to bring up toward the end of today's session is, The reward. So, what is all of that about, and why is it still going to be worth it? That's the whole point of the session today.
2: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So let's let's go back to the the slides, and we'll move on to the next slide. Um, And Bridget, thanks for covering that because that's good. The benefits. Uh, The next thing we want to talk about is, and as we mentioned when we first set this up, what are the seven keys to living a transparent life? And you will notice that there's one really operative word <laughs> in all of this, right? It's be. And this really ties back to what Zarell said at the beginning. It's you. It starts. Because to be, I mean, it means you have to be it first, right? Before you can expect any other change or transition, transformation on the outside to start to happen. Uh, that, that just is what it is. So let's run down the list. I'm run through them all. And then we're going to sit there. We're going to chop them up a little bit. So a. Be courageous, okay? Two, be authentic. Three, be vulnerable. Just talked about that. Four, be honest. Five, be proactive. Six, be accurate. Seven, be prepared. So Ooh. those... <laughs> right? I don't know about be prepared because I, I don't
2: be prepared for some of this stuff that be happening. <laughs> So,
0: it's out there. These are the seven things. Jump in anywhere, all over, whatever you'd like to share. Let's talk about it.
2: I, I can go back to be prepared. I be. I, I know the. St- I know the top. I know the uh, line is, uh, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Right. I ain't ready for some of that stuff that hit me. Me and yeah. God be having whole conversations. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, okay. Um, okay. let's talk. Because <laughs> okay. I know you said I'm ready, but I wasn't prepared for this right here. So yeah. that right there. Uh, being courageous with yourself, of course, you know, be able to look in the mirror and be like, I got this. But that's something you got to talk to yourself about every day, sometimes all day long to just look, look and be like, I got this. I got this. And you see people talking to themselves, walking down the street. I got this. I got. This. Sometimes you got to convince yourself. Mm-hmm. It's OK. Convince yourself till you start believing it. At least it works for me. I mean, I, it, it does. It never happened overnight. I had to look at myself in the mirror and say, OK this is how we gonna make this work. And really believe it in my heart to even move forward and be okay with the small steps before the big steps. Mm -hmm. And that's being authentic to myself, Mm -hmm. you know, and being okay in my down moments, not displacing my emotions, but actually dealing with them and being okay that I'm human enough to have these emotions. I just don't have to stay in a bunch of negative emotions are okay to have because that's what God put in me. But then people put them in me for me to learn from them so that I can move forward to the next level and the next step. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I guess that ties into being proactive in it too. I guess they, these are all tying in, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> being vulnerable. You know, for the longest time, <clears throat> I didn't realize being vulnerable also dealt with me being vulnerable with myself,
0: uh-huh.
2: you know, and you think you're being vulnerable to somebody else, but you know, I'm, I'm single and I don't have kids and I have to be able to look at myself and be careful at how I deal with myself. Mm-hmm. So when I open that door and go out in public, you know, I'm taking care of me so that other people know how to take care of me. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Teach people you know, how to treat you. You teach people how to treat you. You mm-hmm. do. And if you
2: don't love yourself, oh, I mean, uh, you know, it it says that love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. And I used to ask God for the longest time, how do you love your how do you love your neighbor like you love yourself if you don't love yourself? If you don't love yourself, you don't like yourself. You don't even know how to deal with yourself based off of things that you you were raised in and you know, how you were taught in certain ways, good or bad, if you don't know how to, if you were never taught how to treat yourself, you know, how can that, this was a whole conversation I had, you know, and that's something that people, I, I, um, you know, when I coach, I tell people, how do you feel about you? You worried about everybody else around you and how that's making them feel. Okay, how about you? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and when you sit in that and you realize it's okay (laughs) to be vulnerable with myself so that I can allow someone else to myself to be vulnerable with someone else. Mm
0: -hmm. Agreed.
1: Agreed. And you have to sit in that. You have to sit in that because what happens is if you don't sit in that, you'll start putting that off on other people. You'll start putting how you feel based on how other people have treated you. Yes. So you have to sit in how you feel about yourself, how you deal with yourself, because if you don't, you'll start to put that out because it's easier to put that off on other people than yes. to deal with it on your own. That's, that's very true because we're 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 pointers. Well, right. they did it because we do it for kids. Mom, right. did you do that? No, mommy. No, they did it. They did. It. The dog did so, it. Yeah. yeah so we we're 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 prone to like, okay, I feel this way because he made me feel that way. I feel mm-hmm. that way because she because they didn't accept me. I feel no, you didn't mm-hmm. accept yourself because they need to. Mm-hmm. You need to accept yourself first before you even care about if they accept you. Mm-hmm. So
2: mm-hmm. I started. I actually started telling myself. I said, I feel this way because I allowed them to make me feel this way. You have
1: way. to find your role in it. You have to yes. find your role in it. If mm-hmm. you don't, you'll con- it's a, it'll be a vicious circle. And you'll nobody. always be trying to find the blame. You'll always be trying to find the blame if you don't accept the role that you played in it. Yep. But right. nobody can control you, but you. how no. you respond to a
2: situation is on you. Now, they might have been wrong in what they did, but how you respond in the end is all on you. And that is your role. That is your Even If you respond negatively, it, it own the fact that you respond in a bad way and know mm-hmm. that it's most likely going to come up again and you're going to mm-hmm. have to respond differently. <laughs> because mm-hmm. you still, at the end of the day, have to pay attention to what you are doing. Because no one owns you but you. That's, you. that's between you and Jesus. That's between you and Jesus. I, know, and Martin, I, you and
0: Jesus. I agree. You know? let, me, let me jump in here real quick because I want to go back to something Zarell said earlier. She's talking about um, the prepared piece, right? Cause that's, it's down the list. It's actually number seven on the list. Not that these are in an order of necessarily value, but one of the ways that I looked at prepared, which I think was a little bit different. You mentioned Zarel about um, those conversations you had to have with God, like, whoa, wait, it was just a little too much, or I'm not understanding what, what's going on, you know, all of that. And then you also said something about um, how in those moments or in those times, it's not all sunshine and roses, right? Because uh-huh. life is not going to be that way. That's actually my takeaway with the be prepared piece is to prepare yourself for those challenges. Just understand, admit, and understand that it's not going to be a dance the entire time. You're going to get knocked down. You're going to get run over a few times. But it's, as it's what's that saying? You get knocked down seven times, get up eight. Get,
1: get That's the
0: preparedness piece I think this is really talking about is mentally, physically, and emotionally preparing yourself for that mm-hmm. battle because it's going to be a battle. You know, uh, you know. as I say, no one ever accidentally pushed anything uphill. It's just never happened. I accidentally pushed that boulder up the mountain. No, you purposely took the effort, prepared, <laughs> planned to push that boulder up the hill. It didn't happen by accident. So same thing here. Prepare yourself for that battle so that you're, you're ready to fight and and, and move forward and, and do what's best for you and for those around you.
1: Yeah. I want to chime in on that. And, and, for, and first of all, thank you uh, for fa- uh, Facebook and Instagram followers for chiming in. We see your responses. I did, when I looked up um, being proactive and be prepared, I did it a little differently as well. And so I feel like being proactive and prepared, being prepared goes hand in hand. Um, there will be some combative responses to your transparency or your new uh, personality, even though it's your authentic self. And there'll be some negative feedback on you being authentic. And so you have to stay prepared uh, um, and um, proactive having to deal with that and having to um, engage with other people that are in your close circle, your family or friends, your workplace about, you know, you being your authentic self. So you have to be prepared and be proactive in that. And also when they have these negative responses or they have some negative feedback, don't take that personal. Don't be taken aback by that and don't take it personal. Um, Their responses aren't who their responses are who they are. It's not who you are. Mm-hmm. It's who they are. And so I, I looked up that in a different way. And then also being vulnerable. That is key for me because, um, like I've said before, over and over again, not just in this session, but others, it takes some work on becoming your authentic self mm-hmm. and, and displaying that hourly in, pe- in in front of people that you have probably in the past not been that way. And so it takes a lot of work and to prepare yourself for what's going to happen when this when you Um, start to display this authenticity in yourself. So it takes a lot of self-awareness for that. So those were the two, the three that were very key for me.
2: Can I say something to what you were saying? Um, You were talking about people responding to you negatively. You know, and that's another key of accepting people where they are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, unfortunately, in this world today, we expect people to accept us. But then when they do something, we're not supposed to accept them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're not going to all agree, you know, and accepting people for who they are and where they are is important because it doesn't mean that they're going to be there. You I mean, we went from being a baby to a full grown adult you're not the same person you were when you were five, 16 or and so on and so forth. So learning to accept people where they are, they might have a negative response. You never know that negative response because of that's sh- how they chose to respond could have made them think later. Yeah. It, it wasn't meant saying? for you to, you know, yeah, excuse me. It wasn't meant for you to hold on to. It, it was just meant exactly. to put out there. It's, uh, it's, what it's Planting a seed, that's what comes exactly. to mind. It, it was you planting a seed and Absolutely. not everybody takes it, not everybody takes it in a positive manner.
1: Right. And their response is who they are. It's not who you are. It doesn't exactly. it doesn't change who you are. It just speaks to who they are at that particular time. And like you said, it will, plant, it will plant a seed, whether they water it or not is up to them, but it will plant a seed and they will think about it and they can brush it off or they can say, hey, maybe I need to start. Start thinking about some things about myself that I need to kind of change and become more self aware about, and then I can be my authentic self. Because I'm gonna, they're gonna be their authentic self. I'm gonna be it no matter how you respond to me. I'm still gonna come. I'm still gonna come to you in, 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 tr- in a transparent uh, mode. So it's not like okay, I'm gonna change now because you say, hey, I don't like, I don't like this new you. You know, I'm not feeling this. So I'm not gonna come back and say, well, you know what? I'm sorry. So let me, you know, I'm, I'm gonna say, okay, well. Th- Go back to the drawing board and think about, you know, how you're going to come to me next time because I'm going to be the same way when when you see me again. And so, like you said, it is planting a seed and it's not about it's not about you. It's how it's about them, um, how they respond to you.
0: Yeah. Mm. One thing I want to add on that, too, is it goes back to control, uh, meaning what is it that you actually have control over? And Mm -hmm. what you don't have control over in any way is the other person's reaction to you. Right. So why we give that so much weight, I'm not sure. And I know a lot of it's just human psychology. We want to be accepted. We want, we want to be liked and, and everything else We want to fit in. Uh, But at the same time, no matter what you do, how you go about doing it, you're never going to please everyone. It's just not possible. So we spend so much time so much, especially emotional energy, uh, worrying about how they're going to react, how we're going to be seen, yada, 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 yada. But we actually have no control over it. So you sit there and you procrastinate. You don't wait. You don't take action. You keep, yeah, I'm going to morph it a little bit this way. I'm going to change it a little bit that way. And I'm going to tell so-and-so, but I'm not going to tell so-and-so because I don't want so-and-so to know or I don't want their reaction. And in all of that, guess what's getting lost? You. You the mm-hmm. true you where you where you the whole point of where you started the transformation the journey what it is you're trying to accomplish is getting watered down, cut, chopped, mm-hmm. reshaped into something and then 10 years later you go who the hell am i
1: <laughs> that like, was who <laughs> i was
2: that to part, to
0: right <laughs> I, I don't understand right because you've been going about this worrying about the reactions that you're going to get which you actually don't control anyway so Let's back up off that. Stay focused, as we said earlier, on getting it figured out internally first. Mm -hmm. Then you can present that to the world. You've got your shield at that point and you can move forward with it. Right. absolutely.
2: Can I touch bases on that control factor? Oh, my gosh, that is such a big thing. Control. We all want control of our lives and our surroundings. And I said this. This is how my life is going to be around me. And we forget, you know, you don't control that, honey. <laughs> this is like life will smack you in the head and be like, come on out of that. Come, come, come on out of that. You know, and so that control factor, we do it to a point where we hurt ourselves and don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, just chiming off of what you said, but you know, it's we don't even realize how much hurt we put on ourselves when we get to that point, like, who the heck is this? You know, <laughs> and, and we I I why it resonated with me is because. I've allowed myself to be in certain relationships because I knew where that person was coming from. And it wasn't always good, but Mm -hmm. the fact of the fact that I knew and I didn't have to question it Mm -hmm. made me have some kind of control on how I felt like I was directing the situation. And eventually I had to get out of it because I knew it was whatever, but you know, it was the fact that I had control over the situation to go left or right because I knew what to expect from this person. And having and being in that unknown space is so comfortable, you know, and that back to transparency and all of all of this ties in. It's just that space right there, that unknown space is where we have most of our issues where a lot of all of this
1: stems out of not having control and not knowing. Absolutely. And that's where a lot of people stay. And I'm just going to talk about personal relationships. That's where a lot of people stay in personal relationships that are toxic because they right. already know what's going to happen versus getting into something that where the unknown is. So I'm comfortable here. It's not pleasing, but it's comfortable because I know you. what to expect day to day. It's toxic. Right. But I know the toxic parts of it, and I, I'm dealing with that, so I'm comfortable in that. Versus getting out, stepping out of that box that we we always talk about, Brian, and, mm-hmm. and going into that un, un, unknown space, like you just said, zero, and we don't know what's going to happen. And for us, that's a that's control, and it's not freeing.
0: Mm-mm. Not at all. Not at it's all. It's not
1: freeing at all. Yep. Absolutely. So you fake yourself into believing
2: it's freeing. You did, mm-hmm. you did. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: But what you've really done is just built some walls for yourself that, and and, and decided to be okay inside of those walls. So so let's go back to this real quick. So the seven keys to living a transparent life. Be courageous, authentic, vulnerable, honest, proactive, accurate, prepared. So we've kind of went through that. Now we go, okay, we've done that. I I figured out how to put pieces of this puzzle together. Now what? So that's the next slide. And this is what we talked about earlier. And that is the reward. This is what it's all about. So Bridget, you want to kind of chop this up a little bit and give everybody our perspective on what this is about.
1: And this is exciting for me. Right. Um, There's nothing better than embracing your true self, wearing your heart on your sleeve and letting the world see you for who you really are. Unapologetically you. Uh, for me, it's just freeing, right? Some people say, well, you wear your hair on your sleeve and everything just makes you this and makes you emotional and makes you happy and makes you sad. Okay, that's who I am. And it's a and it's a appreciative among, amongst many, right? Because then they learn how to do that because so many people have these walls built up and especially how we had to like seclude ourselves during the pandemic so no one knows how to really engage and communicate anymore. Yeah, we did it virtually and, and it, it Gave, it gave us a big uh, push on communicating with who who's in our household. But what if you were alone in your in your house? How you became this inward person, and all you know is a screen, and all you know is text. So now you don't know how to hug, and you yeah. don't know how to touch, and you don't know how a touch feels anymore, and you don't even care, right? So we're in your. Or you overdo is, it, right? Are you, are you <laughs> overdoing it because you're so needy, right? right. So. Yeah there is nothing better than embracing your true self and wearing your heart on your sleeve. And it's freeing for me. There is no faking. You don't have to fit in based on your circle or your workplace or your social environment. And you're being your unapologetic self. And you don't have to practice that. Like Brian yeah. was saying, you know, do I do this? Do I say this to this person? Then I say this to this person. Do I act this way when I go here and then, not, then act this way when I go here you don't have to practice it. It's just who you are. You're just stepping out like this. And I'm just me. And and I'm me here and I'm me there and I'm me everywhere. So that's not something you have to practice anymore. And that's freeing for me. I, I got to say hooray on that. I, I wish I had me a
2: twirler. <laughs> it is very freeing, very freeing. Um, you know, it's not the easiest. Also, I always tell everybody because it's, it's a funny story, especially in my family. I didn't really start crying until I hit 30. I was taught crying is the uh, crying doesn't fix anything so why, why do it. Mm-hmm. So when I did cry I was always mad at myself. And then when I did started crying I mean crying at the smallest things I literally thought something was wrong with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like about to go to the doctor, doctor, you got to do something. She yeah, gives you know, so shot right. a shot feel something going on. And, you know, and my cousin just she just bust out laughing at me. She was like, no, stupid, you're human. You're supposed to cry. I was like, no, not like, you know, we, we good. <laughs> so what, what's the tears for? Not realizing that, you know, it was a form of freeing myself from all the emotional stuff I was holding in that I didn't even realize I was holding in. When them tears flow, all these emotions and thoughts come in, you'd be like, oh, my God, where did this come from? Oh, oh my God. So when you're at home and by yourself and nothing but your four walls, you're like, now I got to deal with all the stuff I was trying to avoid in the first place. (laughs) You know, so that goes back to being transparent with yourself.
1: Right. You
2: You have to deal with yourself in order to deal with all the other stuff that's come up. So. I know most people like the bad phrase, but the pandemic was a blessing for a lot of people because they got to find out who they truly were. Yes. Or even the person that, that they were truly with. Okay. You know, <laughs> because you had you had no choice but yeah. to deal with it. It was either that or go crazy. I mean, yeah. you
1: had one or the other. There was only yeah. two options. Right. You know.
2: So and the my, walls were
1: like a mirror. The four walls were like mirrors. All it was doing was showing you, even in the news, and I'm sorry to interrupt, even when you okay. start looking at the news, how you responded to the news, how you responded to mm-hmm. social media, how did you respond to what your workplace was saying about how you need to work from home virtually, how you was responding to working virtually. Everything was like a mirror, and it all pointed back to you. Mm-hmm. We and ain't had no hair, lashes, makeup. Everything. You can you a nobody. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Everything. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I need to twirl. I twirl on that one. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the freedom for me. I mean, I see people chiming in. I'm, I'm sure they, they agree is the same as we do. It's just a freeing for, for, for you to be. And, and I don't know this transparency thing. I told Brian when we started talking about this, you know, it's like a new thing now. I'm being authentic now, being me. It's like I'm a new marriage. thing. Like, so what, what were we before? Like, what, what were we before this? Because yeah. now authenticity is thrown around, the audacity to be authentic. Um, that's the name of a, uh, a title in, in a book. Who were we before this? That's scary, right? To think yeah. about who were we acting like before this? And I think a lot of people were being them and we just didn't like it until we started to say, okay, well maybe we need to, I need to look at myself. Exactly. You know, but they're treating, a
2: lot of people are treating it like a fad and not actually dealing with their issues, unfortunately. But, yeah. you know, you're you're right. Being your authentically, you were wondering who were you before? You know, you were a total different person because you were, you put these walls up, not for others, but for yourself, thinking you were protecting yourself from whatever trauma that was when that trauma is what brought you to where you are. You know, not realizing, not knowing how to deal with that trauma. So you just automatically shut it out, which is what we were basically taught as children. Because, come, I mean, we go all back all the way back to slavery. You get beat, your kids get taken, family separated. You're taught. Push that back and survive, mm-hmm. and that's what we do. We push it back and we move forward and call it surviving, and not wanting to deal with those traumas that are trying to push up to the front of the jar. It's like that bug pushing up to the front of the jar until it doesn't go anymore. Why? Because it has it has taught itself that there's, there's a stop, you know. And but when the when the when the jar is open, you still don't go above a certain line. And now it's the jar is open. Right. Right. The jar is open, so now you have all this room to fly, and you'd be like, oh, my God, all this was out here? How am I deal with this? <laughs> I yes. don't know where to go. Yes. You know? And so you, you learn that there there's beautiful rainbows and gardens and forests and things like that, but then you go in there and be like, oh, they don't look like me. They don't act like me. How am I supposed to deal with them? Oh, my God. You know, and then you want to hover back to your jar because it's
1: safe. Or mm-hmm. you want to start acting a pattern after somebody else and acting like them because they look like they're surviving. And we can do a whole session on surviving. We can do a whole session on crying, for that matter. Oh, yeah. no <laughs> but then we start to look at other people and start to look at, be like them or try to look like them because they look like they're surviving mm-hmm. and they're, they're producing and they're so successful. So we start to look like them because we never were taught to be authentic and mm-hmm. be yourself. No we were we were
2: not taught that that's why a lot of people now are knowing that you know therapy is okay you mm. know we weren't we weren't taught therapy we were taught church go pray mm. to god got to fix it you know, mm-hmm. but God said I can only do so much. I he, he's certified up.
1: therapist. I mean, he's certified therapy, therapist. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's so much. There's so much in the world today
2: that goes on, and people be like, "That's against my religion." If God put it here for a reason, it doesn't, it doesn't mean it might have been um, long term. It was meant to be long term. It's just to help get you over to where you need to be, so that you can live the life that He's trying to give you. Not Absolutely. sit back and sit on it, but actually get up and move on it. You know, yeah. and again, being transparent, transparent, transparent with yourself—that's that's what it is. But, yeah. And you know, a lot of times, and a lot of us don't like to, um, a lot of us don't like to really talk about it because there's leaders and there's followers, in every situation. A good leader knows how to be a good follower
1: too. They don't say, say that. Yeah. yeah. So when you learn, but the uh, people in the back say that again for the people in the back <laughs> because yeah. people don't know that. A good leader knows how to be a good follower, yes, period. Mm-hmm. And
2: we're not taught that. So you get so many people trying to be the lead, the chief, and things like that, because that means power, that means you know, I'm in the head, but we're you troll. also need to know how to bow down and serve. Period. Point away. Yeah. So and troll. if right. you do that, and if you can do that, then you can
1: be an effective leader. Leader. Absolutely. Period. Brian, Brian we you you have know, like, uh chatty women. We ha- I know we're talking way too much, but No, you us- not at
0: all. This is all great.
1: You you want to. No, 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 this is
0: all great. As a matter of fact, I, I do want to just kind of jump back on one thing. because um, I want to take it this in a different direction because I think the conversation is going really well, but I'm going to kind of come the, the negative Nelly here just a little bit. So, we were talking about, you know, the reward of all this. And obviously the previous slide we had the the seven keys and we said, you know, you work your way through it. So, a couple of points I just wanted to go back and revisit on that. A it's always going to be a work in progress. So it's not like, okay, I've arrived. I'm good. Right? <laughs> that, that's not how it works. So get that out there for everybody's mindset so that they know that, yeah, when you're taking this journey and you're trying to, I'm going to go back just to one slide, be courageous, authentic, honest, etc. cetera. Uh, it's not like you got to arrive there one day and put your luggage down and go, cool, I, I can check in. I'm good. It's going to be a continuous journey always as you evolve and continue to move through life. So even for us, as we sit here and we're having these conversations, we're talking about these things, we are still on this journey too, right? So okay. we are not there. We're still learning, growing, figuring it out day after day after day. Uh, so I wanted to throw a couple questions out to, to you guys. And also, obviously, our audience is also listening. Because when I look at this, you say, here's the reward. And then I have a question, because this really goes back to vulnerability, right? And that's, as I said, one of the key foundational pieces, One of those things, questions was, what's too much, meaning putting out there, right? And then where's the line, or is there a line, right? Should you in any way frame anything that we're talking about with either of those two questions? What do you think?
2: First of all, I want to start off with, and I'm sorry, I want to start off with um, you, the best way to say, I just had it, I'm sorry. So in the situation, the day you stop learning is the day you die. Period. period. And, and I, I say that to myself quite often because I need to make sure I'm always in a, a point at a point where I'm learning something, whether it's about myself and what's meant to be in front of me or learning, you know, just with other people. The day you right. stop learning is the day you die. So we're all going through a process until the end of time. Got it. Um is there a line? There's a line with certain people. You don't have to share everything with everybody. that's not meant it's not meant for that you know not some people some people are going through something who need to know something about sex let's put that out there Mm -hmm. you know some people need certain conversations because they were never taught boundaries and to Mm -hmm. learn how to how to date how to date yourself before Mm -hmm. you learn how to date somebody else Mm -hmm. you know and when's the right time like when steve harvey came out with the with the book Am I supposed to be saying these? Am I giving them accolades? I'm sorry. But that- <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm You
1: sure. said the title of the book or anything like this, so we know the book. So you can talk about the book. <laughs> oh,
2: okay, so Steve Harvey came out with his his book. You know, act like a, act like a man, think like a woman. The 90 Day Rule. You know, and he made some very good points for a lot of women who didn't have fathers in the home, or or did have fathers in the home and were never taught this. So that they would know how to understand themselves as well as the person that they're trying to date, mm-hmm. you know, and that goes for anybody or anybody you're dating. Learn how to have your standards. It's not meaning high sedity, but it's learning how to have your standards to control yourself because it's about control and obedience within yourself so that you can move to the next place. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other question was what is there's lines
0: is is there, and is it what's too much and then where's the line or is there a line for sharing, uh, for, for openness?
2: I don't think there's a such thing as too much. You know, people put that label on, Oh, that's too much. Don't share that. Don't do this, that, and the other. And then we became naive to everything because they were saying it was too much. So we Mm -hmm. was trying to figure it out. You know, TV said this, you know, when the parents didn't talk to you about certain, certain things at home, what happened? You went and asked your friends who didn't know nothing either. But y'all think
1: <laughs> figured- <laughs> you know? that yeah. you ask the TV and your friends. It's like all of y'all stupid, but you won't figure something out. I mean, it's the person that ain't telling you. So
2: honestly, I don't think anything should be off the table. Honestly, I just don't but, think everything is meant to be shared with everyone.
0: Everyone. Fair enough. And I exactly. really asked that question from an educational standpoint for our audience, right? <laughs> right. To help them understand, you know, what we're talking about here. And so they can start to frame that for themselves.
1: Yeah. What were the two? What was the first question?
0: Really, it's just what's too much, and then where's the line? And the line meaning sharing or openness or however you want to look at that.
1: And I, my response to that is, you have to know your audience, right? Um, like she said, if you're talking about sex, if you're, you're just not on Facebook, just talking about sex all willy-nilly, right? But if you are, are you engaging with it? If you have a, um, a certain social media platform that is that um, focuses on uh, sexual health or uh, mental health or physical health, whatever, it just, you have to know your audience. Um, if you're just doing your general personal social media page or just talking in general, yeah, you you don't know what they're gonna, You don't know what people, what what they're going to do with that information Mm -hmm. that you're sharing. So you don't get too personal with everybody, but you need to know your audience. If you're, you know, if you're a motivator, if you're encouraged, if you're a mentor, yeah, you're going to share your life experiences with them, right? Because you want to meet them where they are. So they'll be comfortable with sharing their life experiences with you, but you don't. I, w- I mean I say a lot on my so- my personal social media page I, I post and everybody knows me know that I post everything right and and they may know where I am all the time but I'm not going to reveal some personal experiences with my at my personal page because I have friends out there that are not just they're not friends they're just <laughs> friends social they're just so uh, Facebook Which friends point? so I just have to what i the way I do it is just knowing my audience who i'm talking to And so
0: everything is not for everybody. Well, thanks for answering that. And I really, as I said, I I wanted to throw that out there from the standpoint of uh, educating our audience so that they can start to to think and process all of what we're doing. And and even with, you know, the VOV Network and these (laughs) different podcasts and sessions that we've done, it's really about awareness, -awareness, self-awareness, having you go, hmm, let me think about that for a second, right? Uh, So as we start to frame these different things, move forward in this journey of transformation, I think it's key that we kind of start to learn what our true boundaries are uh, as an individual and then where they may need to be adjusted, maybe opened up more. And and in our last session, one of the things we talked about was uh, there is no box, you know, that's not about getting in or getting out. There just is no box, period. Right. And some of us, we've been raised in a certain way. That that's the way we've limited ourselves is based on what that box was described and supposed to look like for us. So getting that out of that whole mindset and changing, I think, is one of the key components, and especially when it comes to transparency, uh, because it really is a limitless thing, mm-hmm. but it is also about understanding, and Zora, I think you said it best, know who you can or should tell certain things and then Bridget what you said about know your audience. Those are the key factors to probably filter everything through as as you try to move forward.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So let's go to the question of the day and we'll we'll kind of bring this bring this thing home for today. So this is where we're talking about the question of the day. This is the takeaway. Right? Uh so here we're talking about Uh, the benefits, right? Of, you know, what benefit of transparency are you most inspired by and then why? So this is a question for each individual. And again, there is no right or wrong answer because we're all on our own individual journeys, right? Our experiences in life, where we've been in life, um, all of that is going to be unique. So we have a unique perspective. Based on the information that was shared today, where you know you've been, where you feel you want to go in life, uh, what benefits of transparency, as we've described it, uh, the seven keys to getting into an authentic uh, mindset and, and frame of life, what do you see the benefits are? Why you're inspired by that as a benefit? Uh, either one of you want to kind of share your thoughts on that to begin. With?
1: Well, like I've said over and over and over again, being confident and free that's the benefit for me what's a better re- what's a better reward than living free daily like that's just a lifestyle right and that affects your mental and your physical health in a positive way so for me the the key um, benefit was being confident and being free and being who I am and not being apologetic for it you know I don't have to explain it it's just who I am mm-hmm. and I, it's consistent mm-hmm. but people know it they can trust it. They know she's like that today. She's going to very well be like that tomorrow with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you have to tone it down or tone it up based on where you are at the at that time. But just being who you are and not having to practice mm-hmm. being someone else.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Zarell, what thoughts do you have?
2: So this question of being transparent, um, the benefits of transparency to me is being able to accept myself for who I am. I am of not being perfect. It, all what she was saying of not being yeah. perfect, being okay of who I am and not who I'm trying to be. Mm-hmm. For the longest, um, I modeled in Houston for 15, about 15 more years or whatever, but I did it because I felt like it was my out for going through my lupus flare ups and everything else.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But in being a model, I was being someone else. Every girl wants to be a pretty princess, right? Mm -hmm. So I stopped modeling when I realized I was being someone else other than me and doing it. Mm. So learning how to be transparent with myself as an individual helps me mentally, physically, emotionally, as well as spiritually. And the benefits of that is the freedom, the freedom of, um, lack of a better phrase, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) i I, I am who i am and love me love me or leave me you know i mean at the end of the day god loves me wholeheartedly and i will he brings to me who i need at any time that i need it and i'm happy with myself that's my benefit: being happy with who I am as an individual, that I'm able to even express that to someone else, that helps somebody else, and being happy with themselves. So that's a benefit for me.
1: And it takes I, and I hate, and I, I'm not trying to to come in with something. It takes work, like I said. And I tell my girls all, often that you have to look at yourself because, w- like, if I meet, I just met you today, and I can have, I can go on and on about words with words to describe who you are, right? But if I look at myself in the mirror and I don't love myself or I'm, I'm not valuing myself or I don't have any self-awareness, I could probably just come up with two things about myself, right? And so what I do as an activity is I give my girls a mirror and I say, okay, describe you. See, who do you see? And they'll look at other girls to see what they're saying. No, not what they're saying. What do you see? Like, this is, what do you see? Not what they see, you see, but what do you see? And so that's an activity that I do on a regular with them just to kind of check in on what they see and how they see themselves because nobody else matters, like you said, except for you and what you think. And that's freeing. If I could come up with 10 words about how to describe you, I should be able to come up with 20 words on how to describe mm-hmm. myself. Wow. Right? And so I, I, I absolutely agree. Okay. That's my yeah. skill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's good. All right. So I want to chime in and just say that for me, uh, I, it kind of comes back to uh, integrity uh, because I think a lot of these things feed into who you are from an integrity standpoint. And you know, mm-hmm. earlier I mentioned things about Um, You know, being consistent or uh, not being flaky and all those types of things, I think, matter uh, that people get to know and can trust who you are, what you are about, why you're there. Right. Because sometimes we have to get involved in other people's lives to provide support, guidance and and, and many different things that, that life just requires that we do. Uh, and sometimes it's all that the question comes up, well, why is that person doing that, right? And some there needs to just be an understanding and a genuineness to it so that, you know, it's, it's simply because who I am and because I care, right? You matter to me for whatever the reasons may be, so I am going to be there. So the value of all of it for me when I look at that, when I ask that question, it's all about uh, integrity, self-accountability, and, and truly Working, striving to be that consistent, dependable person that the world needs me to be is basically how I look at that. Absolutely. So final thoughts. We're going to bring this home uh, and wrap this up for today. What do you ladies see as the um, how we want to look at this more? Wrapping it up, bringing it home, sharing our, our final thoughts and summary of what we discovered and learned and shared today.
1: I'm just going to be real just learn who you are first Mm -hmm. and then be that I mean whatever the good bad the ugly sharpen up those ugly things as far as you can some things about us is just how we are not saying that you can't change them saying that sometimes I may talk too much that might be too much for people but Mm -hmm. I I, you know learn your audience and if you if you feel like you in in the space that you're in you maybe you shouldn't talk as much then do that but learn yourself and then be that person. Mm-hmm. That's all I have.
2: <laughs> I mean, she said it perfectly in a nutshell. She really did. I mean, the only thing, I mean, rephrasing a little bit, no, you're not going to always get it right the first time and be okay mm-hmm.
0: with it. Be okay with it. Yeah. Just be yeah. Okay with it. yeah. And uh, the only thing I want to add on top of that, because you're absolutely right. Understand that, as I mentioned before, it's, it's an ongoing journey mm-hmm. and, uh, situations change, people change, life changes. So and it's, it's interesting. We mentioned uh, how we talked about the pandemic and how living in that new world, uh, putting, as you said, mirrors on all of the walls and it's all reflecting off of you. And you got all of these new perspectives. So, really, for most of us, and I think this is why it's such a great topic that we really wanted to get into this. And part of our Bridget and I said, you know, we need to do this transformational thing is eyes have been opened, the blinds have been lifted because of the pandemic and the time that people have spent uh, having more time to be introspective, look at themselves, their relationships, those around them, their careers, and, and many other things. And maybe it's time that you you know, you know what? Let's toss all this old out and really figure out what the new needs to look like right mm-hmm. because you probably are in a different mind space a different mindset both mentally uh emotionally spiritually than you were two years ago and i think yep. most of us relate to that so honor that and say you know what i probably not the same person but what does that mean and then where does that need to lead me to where, where can i go with this how do I need to transition, reshape, uh, reconfigure myself, my life, my whatever? And these are some of the different ways we think you can do it. Uh, I think that are really going to make a difference. I agree. Yep. Yeah. I have That's to go <laughs> <laughs> <You do> to <it. laughs> So let's wrap it up for today. I want to thank ladies. This was awesome. I really appreciate the time today. Uh, for those of you who joined us live. Uh, Thank you for the comments, and we greatly appreciate your interaction. It always matters to us. And then, if you all get to see this on the uh, playback, again, feel free to comment there because we do monitor the comments even after the the live is over and the the playback is happening. And we'll be glad to uh, interact with you online as well, as far as that goes. Please like, share, and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, I believe our next session is coming up on July 9th. Is that correct?
1: Absolutely. It, re- it is. Y'all share. Y'all share. Y'all come back, bring a friend. Absolutely.
0: Two for one. Two for one. Two for one. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be talking about living in your truths. So that's that's going to get deep as, as well. So thank you, everyone. Ladies say bye to everyone. And uh, until next time, take care and take care of each other. We'll definitely see you soon. Bye now.